0: So you're thinking about investing in the stock market using etfs i think that is a phenomenal option in fact the data suggests that this is likely the most proven and reliable method to get you to your financial goals in this video we're going to be covering everything you need to know and more about etfs and thank you to bmo etfs a division of bmo global asset management for sponsoring today's video so etfs let's talk about what these are and more importantly to start things off let's talk about what they are not pro tip for anybody watching this video do not call it an EFT. I hear this far too many times. It brings a little chuckle to my face. An EFT stands for an electronic fund transfer. This is not what we are buying. It's the same way that Canadians out there will call the tax-free savings account, the TSFA. I don't even know what the TSFA, that's just wrong. And that just sounds absolutely silly. We hear it all too often. Don't call it the TSFA. Don't call it an EFT, an ETF stands for an exchange traded fund. As the name implies, what this is, is a fund that trades on an exchange. Pretty self-explanatory, but it is important to understand the difference. ETFs actually differ a lot from mutual funds in that mutual funds, just FYI, do not trade on an exchange. The way they are structured, they're actually two very different products. One of them is priced daily, meaning that based on the net asset value or the NAV, which is the term that you'll come across in the investment world, mutual funds essentially tally up all the investments at the close of the trading day, they are priced. You would actually go out and buy these directly through the mutual fund company, sometimes through your dealer or broker, whereas an ETF, these are funds that are traded on an exchange just like a stock. You would find these on the TSX. You would find these on the New York Stock Exchange. And importantly, these are traded live throughout the day. Very, very similarly like a stock. Would. In fact, what you can do is within your brokerage account, you can go out and search a various ticker of an ETF the same way that you would if you're going out to buy stocks. Then you would go out and select how many shares you want based on the dollar figures that you're looking to invest. And of course, as an investor, we always have the option of going out and selecting individual stocks to buy, but we do also have the option of investing via a fund. And my favorite way to envision a fund is to think of it like a basket. And within that basket, these baskets can contain upwards of tens, hundreds, sometimes even thousands of different investments all within one single basket. My favorite way to envision it is to picture yourself going into a grocery store. And depending on what diet that you're looking for, you're presented with a pre-packaged basket of groceries. Let's say it's a vegan diet, maybe it's a seafood diet, maybe it's a high protein diet, and all of the ingredients within that diet would fall into that specific basket. There's no need to go out and compare individual ingredients. You don't have to decide between this or that. In fact, you don't even have to take the time to develop a shopping list of individual items because you have a pre-packaged bundle that gets you exactly what you're looking for. That is exactly how I would envision an ETF. So let's take a moment and talk about some of the benefits of investing in ETFs. Starting with number one, of course, that is getting an immediate level of diversification within your portfolio. We've all been taught in the investing world that we are not to put all of our eggs in one basket. Well, when it comes to ETF investing, that rule doesn't quite apply because you can go out and buy one fund or one ETF and immediately get access to hundreds, if not thousands of different investments, all within that single fund. Benefit number two comes down to the numbers or the performance. More popular ETFs tend to track indexes. So let's look at a study of the performance of indexes in a recent study done by the S&P Dow Jones Indices. When comparing indexes to actively manage investments that often involve a strategy aiming to outperform the market by picking stocks, In 2021, close to 80% of actively managed funds in the US underperformed. While the relative performance does vary from year to year, as you can see in this chart, what's even more telling is that on a risk adjusted basis, the data shows that the vast majority of actively managed funds underperformed on this metric as well, among domestic equity funds, while 90% have underperformed the S&P composite 1500 over the past 20 years, an even greater 95% did so on a risk adjusted basis. That is data that is very very telling and something like this makes me think that one can use index investing as tools to build your actively managed asset mix number three simply comes down to the passive nature of these investments these type of investments do not require an investor to be constantly scanning the market researching and keeping up with the economy or earnings reports or doing the due diligence required when it comes to picking and managing individual stocks With an ETF investing strategy, a major benefit is to be able to take a passive or hands-off approach And your job as the investor is to essentially pick the right basket or the right funds that's gonna help get you to your specific investing goal. Last but not least, you can invest in these products for a very low cost. And there are fees associated with investing in ETFs. We have a whole section on this coming up later, but when compared up against other traditional fund like products such as mutual funds, you are paying a fraction of the price and fees, which can result in significant savings over your lifetime as an investor. So now let's talk about selecting the right ETFs. ETFs are taking the investing world by storm, which is a blessing and a curse because it can lead us with the problem as to what are the best funds to choose. As of today, there are 40 different providers here in Canada with many different ETFs out there. In fact, there's over 8,552 ETFs globally as of 2021, with new funds being created every month. A quick tip that I would share with you when selecting ETFs is to start with a broad-based ETF, one that covers a large area such as an entire region like Canada or the US. Then what you can do is get a little more specific with the types of ETFs that you select, kind of like the peripheral aspects of your portfolio. Maybe allocate a portion of your portfolio to invest in a certain type of ETF. Let's talk about that right now by getting into some specific examples. So let's get started with the fund provided by BMO, the Bank of Montreal and the sponsor of today's video. What I'll do is link this page down in the description below for those that do want to follow along. But ZCN is the BMO S&P TSX Capped Composite Index ETF. I know that's a mouthful, but what this fund essentially sets out to achieve is it has been designed to replicate to the extent possible the TSX Capped Composite Index aka the Canadian market. This would be a fund designed for investors looking for growth solutions as well as for investors that are looking for exposure to diversified Canadian equities. If we scroll down to this page, what I'll do is I'll toggle over to the holdings tab and now we can take a look at the components of this particular fund. What's crazy to think about is that this single ETF, ZCN, owns currently 239 holdings within the ETF as we scroll down here to take a look at some of the holdings, you're gonna recognize some of these names. As we can see at the time of this filming, the top 10 holdings are Royal Bank, making up a 6.5% weighting in the portfolio, TD Bank at 5%, you have Enbridge, Bank of Nova Scotia, the two major railways here in Canada, Brookfield Asset Management, Bank of Montreal, Canadian National Resources, TC Energy coming in at number 10. And Again, these are just 10 of the 239 holdings that you'll be getting exposure to by investing in this fund. If you take a look down to the actual holdings breakdown, we can get a little more granular with this. Of course, it's gonna be 100% allocated to Canada. This is a fund again that is seeking to track the Canadian market we can look at the sector breakdown here and just take a look at the different sectors that your money would be allocated to. We see a 31% weighting to financials, obviously the big banks here in Canada, energy sector, we all know how big that is in the Canadian market, and as well materials and industrials do come in at a larger weighting at about 11% apiece. All of these top Canadian stocks can be owned very, very simply by going out and buying one share of this fund. Today, that closing price, or essentially the cost of going out and buying one share is $25.56. Not only are we going to experience growth on the capital appreciation side from the shares within this fund increasing, they do also pay a very nice dividend above 3%, so a 3.32% yield at the time of this filming. I'm sure you're all curious what type of performance or returns you'd experience with a fund like this. To me, the most valuable data is to go down here, look at the performance broken down by various timeframes, either a one-year, two-year, three-year, five-year, 10-year, or since inception, since this fund was created, this fund has been averaging 7% growth. The TSX has historically averaged somewhere between five and a half and six and a half percent, kind of in that range. So this is right in line with what we'd expect. Now, if you were an investor that was looking solely to invest in the Canadian market, a fund like this would do a phenomenal job of getting you that exposure. And of course, this is just one of the many funds that BMO has to offer. They have some amazing covered call ones. If that's something you're into for high income, we can cover that in a future video But personally, when it comes to building my portfolio, I wouldn't stop there with just the Canadian fund. While BMO does have an amazing option for an S&P 500 index ETF, the ticker is ZSP. It's actually the largest S&P 500 index ETF here in Canada. Just to give you some other perspective, let's look at another example from a provider such as Vanguard. If we scroll down to the portfolio tab, we'll see that a fund like this or ZSP would give us exposure to some of the largest US stocks available on the market. Companies like Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, Alphabet or Google, Tesla, Berkshire Hathaway, United Health Group, Johnson & Johnson and Nvidia. Case in point is that by marrying up these two funds, just as an example, as a sample portfolio, you would have extreme diversity across North America by owning two funds and actually be investing in over 700 companies combined. If you wanted to get a little bit fancy with it, you could even take a percentage of your portfolio, as mentioned, say 5%, and invest in an ETF of your choice. Maybe you're bullish on a gold fund. Maybe it's an eSport fund. There are so many different niches out there that you could combine. And of course, this is just a sample portfolio. You would have to do your own research and base your portfolio based on your specific needs and goals as an investor. Now in finishing up this video, let's take a moment and now talk about the fees that are associated when investing in ETFs. This is known as the MER or the management expense ratio. It's essentially all of the costs incurred that goes into managing a fund and this fee is charged as a percentage based on how much assets you have invested in a fund. For example if you invested hundred dollars into a fund that charged a 0.07 mer you'd essentially be paying about seven cents per year annually in fees now you can obviously scale that number up with the more money you have invested in that fund in our two main examples for this video i've selected two of the most affordable funds out there the bmo zcn fund charges 0.06 percent and VFV at 0.09%. So extremely low cost to have a portfolio of the largest equities across North America. If you guys enjoyed today's video, do not hesitate to give it a thumbs up. Make sure you're subscribed and hit the bell for notification. As always, we do have our investing academy, which is that first link down in the description below. But as always, I thank you for watching. I hope you enjoyed and I'll see you in the next video.